I, do you want to do a, a, kind, a, a three, two, one clap? Oh, it's four twenty. Yeah. It's four twenty. Okay, right. Guys, right, it's right, right, ready, ready, ready. Three, oh, yeah. two, one. That, that official 420 on the dot star legendary podcast. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. good. Perfect. All right. All right. You mean to start or you want to start? Uh, I'll start. Um, I'll say hello and welcome to, uh, what are we calling this? We're calling this podcast Cabacore Presents, colon, Pot, of, Pot greed. of Greed. Welcome to Pot of Greed. I'm Sarah. I'm Max. And this is a And this is Yu Gi Oh! Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Let's, alright, so Sarah, yes. why don't you tell us what is your experience with Yu-Gi-Oh? How familiar are you with the series? Um, okay, so in early 2000s, I didn't know what TV was, I didn't have one, but my cousins had one. I never got to watch it though, but my cousins also had all these like toys and cards that were fun to look at. It was like a cool dragon toy and like some cards with weird pictures on them. And I was like, oh, cool. What are these? I never found out what they were. Um, and then I went to live. This is going to be long winded. I went to live in Brazil and Yu-Gi-Oh was occasionally like on TV dubbed in Brazilian Portuguese. And I kind of watched it and then forgot about it. And then like a few like last year, I found that Yu-Gi-Oh was on Netflix and it was on Netflix, dubbed in Brazilian Portuguese. And I was like, oh my god, my childhood! So I started watching it, but dubbed in Brazilian Portuguese. Because I was like, oh, this is a funny show, but at least I can like refresh my Portuguese. And then I just got the learning really experience. fucking into it. And it was amazing. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, what? for me, um, when I was younger, I, I would watch it, like just the four kids dub, you know, whenever it was on. And I feel like I watched all the episodes in season one out of order. Uh, I never got past season one. Like, I never watched any of the newer series, like 5Ds or like, V Reigns is the new one or whatever. Um, yeah. I, every once in a while, I would buy, like, a pack of cards. Not to play, just to collect. Um, my brothers and I, we would buy, like, the, the video games on Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Um, so, like, I kind of have this very uh, cursory memory of how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, less of what actually happens in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, Sarah's definitely the the one here who has the Yu-Gi-Oh! experience. Um, and yeah. and y- normally, from here on, we will have more hosts on. Um, they weren't able to make it today. But ordinarily, it'll be more than just us. But so we have more people to look forward to giving their hot takes on this cool game. Yeah, I just I was very excited to get started because apparently June fourth is Yugi's birthday. Happy birthday, son! So I was like, that would be very cool if we could record a podcast on. Wait, today's the third. Today's the third. That, okay, so never mind. Tomorrow. Okay. If well, you know, if we're able to get everything out, maybe the day it comes out, it'll be Yugi's oh. birthday, and oh. we can sing happy birthday to him in our hearts. Yes, like at the end him. of the episode, we'll just sing happy birthday. We, uh, yeah, should we get happy into birthday, it? Yugi. Let's get into it. So we're starting out with um, what's I guess known as season zero. Um, yeah. It's the 1998 anime of Yu-Gi-Oh. 
Um, now, I don't know... Uh, I think this is based on the manga, like, a lot more closely than the, the later anime is, right? Um, yes, I have, I have read the manga for this part. Um, I've not read the manga for the later parts, so I don't actually know if how close they are. Right. Um, but, but yeah, yeah this so... is—it's very different animal to Yu-Gi-Oh that we all know and love in the in the West. It's a lot darker than I thought it would be. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so it's, good. Uh, it's yeah, it's a lot more. It's a lot more heavy than I, I than I remember the four kids anime being. And of course, this isn't the four kids anime. This was never. Uh, this was never dubbed uh, for any overseas release, as far as I'm, as far as I know. Um, yeah, no. So we did just watch. I believe these are fan subs that we were watching. Yeah, um, it was like a fan sub, extremely like quite deep fried. I was like, "Mucky Pooh." Oh, oh die. yes, I, I I have some choice quotes from these episodes. So oh, yeah. with that, that's kind of our our introduction of ourselves. Uh, so let's get into Yu Gi Oh 1998 episode one, Furious Battle Yami Game. Oh, I didn't even remember the titles. I just wrote down the theme song is adorable and I love it so much. The theme song is really good. And so, so this cute. is strange to me. I never watched this one. I never watched anything in Japanese. I've heard like little snippets of the theme song before and I don't know where, but it's this really weird, like almost deja vu memory for me that I'm like, where is this from? I know I've heard this before, but I don't know where. But hmm. the theme song is good. I, I really like it. I think the first thing I noticed is that everyone is, like, three feet tall in this show. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you thought Yugi was small in the the Geo Monsters version, he's like, he's so cute. Max, he's so cute. He's, oh, he, we need we need to protect him at all costs. I, um, I would die for this little boy. And and he probably would kill me, too. <laughs> yeah, I would I, earlier himself kill me. <laughs> earlier, I asked my brother... Um, I asked him, how old do you think Yu-Gi-Oh is? And he said, 10. No. Yu-Gi-Moto is 15 years old. All of our main characters are first years in high school. So that's 15 in Japan. He's 15 years old. I I mean, I don't really remember being 15, but like, I'm sure there were kids who were like really small, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think there are many kids who are uh, three feet tall, like um, Yu-Gi and all of his small friends, but... That just means they have proportionally bigger hearts. Yeah, yeah. It's small, good. small height, big hair. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we open up in Egypt. In Egypt, yeah. Um, so uh, Joseph Joestar and his his crew <laughs> are exploring tombs, trying to find Dio. Uh, <laughs> and they find um, some artifacts. Uh, what do they call it? Um, I the think they just puzzle, call it, was it the Yami no Game, possibly. Yami no Game, yeah. So I think they just call it that. You know, they they talk about oh no, tomb robbers have found this yet, and literally as soon as they step in, the dude just keels over and dies because it's super cursed. Yeah. Don't want this one. I I really liked how it's like that really high contrast, like nineties animation where all the shadows are pure black. Oh yeah, um, no, it's 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 a very like visually striking show. It, it's like sometimes. it it I, it's good, and it, it really it reminds me of the like JoJo OVA. Like I haven't watched all of that, but I watched the the last part of it where like they they like go after Dio in Egypt. And right. It's like very aesthetic. It's like the kind of thing that you'd screen cap on put and put like on a vaporwave mix. It's good. 
Oh, now Yu-Gi-Oh! Vaporwave sounds really good to me. Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm gonna really wanna like carry on while I search Yu-Gi-Oh! Vaporwave. Right. So, so we, we we cut out of that scene. Um, we just get to like see a little glimpse of of the Millennium Puzzle, um, or rather like the box that the Millennium Puzzle is in. Um, so now we're in Japan. In I presume the '90s. I don't think it gives a date for when this is happening. Yeah, but... it's just it's very like it's like moderate. Oh, okay. Speaking as a costume designer, you can tell by the yes. trainers that it's quite late '90s. Um, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, even late '80s actually. They're, I really like looking at all their shoes. In I, I don't know why it just I'm like oh kill kill trainers. Right. Think well, I think it's because their shoes are so much more bigger in proportion to their bodies. They're <laughs> Way bigger big, than a normal person's shoes. <laughs> big feet. Small height, big you know hands, big, big feet. feet. Good at card games. <laughs> so, you know what um, people with big feet, they're good at games. <laughs> they're good at games. Um, yeah. So Yugi is hanging out in a classroom. People are playing basketball. And i that's a weird choice to me. You know, you normally... I, I don't think basketball is as big in Japanese culture as like volleyball or soccer is. You know, a lot of times if they're they're playing a sport, it's like, you know, we'll play soccer or volleyball or, or something. Like, it was very strange to see them playing basketball. I don't think I've ever seen that in an anime before. Like, I don't I don't watch uh, sport animes or anything. I like mean, that, I'm but... I have no opinion on this because I'm just like Yugi and don't know what sport is and have never played a ball game. No, this is also true. I do not know what sport is. I don't think I've ever made a basket in my life, um, and I'm still valid because of that. And so are you, Sarah? Yeah, valid, valid. We we are all, we're all gamers here, which is why we're, we're all, watching this. We are this all gamers show. on this, the birthday of our son Yugi Moto. Yeah, happy happy birthday! Happy um, birthday, son! For tomorrow or yesterday or whatever. Um, whatever. But yeah, so Joey, who in the show in the is actually Jonoichi. Jo- Jonoichi um, last name. So wait, maybe is, that's his first name. I don't, I don't know, know because I don't like. I know that sometimes. For translations, they like swap the names around, or for but I don't know when they've done it or not. So I right. Um, he's just... Well, his last doesn't matter. Is is Jonoichi? It's yeah. Joey. He doesn't have that Brooklyn accent because they are speaking Japanese, unfortunately. <laughs> Could you imagine like a Brooklyn accent while Japanese? My head hurts trying to think of it. I is it possible? I yeah. But yeah, so Jonomichi comes in and like steals Yugi's like special treasure and is like, "Ah, what are you doing with this game, you fucking loser gamer?" Um and he I'm, says, "I'm <clears throat> he says something like, "I'm going to make you a man. Stop being weird playing with your puzzles." Which Yeah. Sure. Right? It's just okay. like gamers aren't manly. I'm trying to help you here and like bullies him mercilessly. Um and then our good friend Honda comes in, aka Tristan. Yeah, it's like I don't, I didn't notice actually. I was just like, oh yeah, it's Tristan, and like in the subtitles it was like Honda, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's Honda. Yeah, cool. This is this is fine. Yeah, um, it, it's it's Honda. That's his name, not Tristan. Yeah. I, At like, the time, I, my notes say Tristan. I prefer Honda to Tristan, actually. It, I yeah, I. I, I'm sure I'll get used to the Japanese names over time, but from what I remember of the four kids dub, you know, their names are very much their names to me. So hearing them, I, I did know Tea's Anzu, um, but other than that, I just didn't know, you know, what their other names were. Obviously, Yugi's the same because you, it's kind of harder to yeah, you know, it's translate the, really... the main character's name out of the original Japanese because it's so important to the show. 
Yeah, I actually thought for ages that Taya was unique to the Brazilian dub for some reason, because it sounds like kind of a Brazilian name and doesn't sound very English at all. But then I switched to the, mm-hmm. the Four Kids dub and was like, oh, she's still called Taya. Um, but yeah, in this she's called Anzu. And then there's just this other and then, girl. Um, Miho shows up, this, this girl with like a lavender ponytail, and she is absolutely not in the normal anime she's she's not in like the later on anime i don't know if she's a manga character or if I... she just shows up for this but it's very weird to see her here like i don't remember her from the manga i'm like i it's been like a few weeks since i read it but i really don't remember her being in them like i who is she i, I is she just there for like honda and johnny yeah, to hit on? i mean she i guess she hasn't really done many important things yet um maybe maybe later on she'll be important maybe she's like bakura in disguise but yeah, she That's might. For a much she later might. Date. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, so <clears throat> Yugi uh, goes by the hallway, and this very very tall dude shows up, Ushio, who's kind of like the hall monitor, like anti-bullying brigade. Yeah, I've just got him down as big high contrast man in my notes, like who is supposed to be. Oh yeah, no, and and it's funny. He like to Yugi, he looks like. Like, compared to Yuki, he's a giant. But dude's probably, like, five and a half feet tall, proportionally. <laughs> yeah. He just is, like, a normal height gentleman. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to... Because this, this comes up later in the thing where um, Honda is just, like... Or, no, Joey or Junoichi is, like, making fun of Honda for being, like, a janitor. And Honda's like, actually, it's the student it's the beautification. beautification club. And this is, like, a bit that carries on throughout the episode. And I'm, like, really confused about it. Like, that Honda just cleans the school after... And it's, like, a thing that you should be proud of. Like, I... Yeah, I mean, you know, in American high schools, that's not a thing um we we had we had staff who who would clean it there um i yeah it's i've noticed that in just these two episodes there's a lot more um like school is a lot more important to them like it has a lot more rules it has a lot more structure uh than it you know than it is in america which i guess is just like that's the thing in japan like in yeah. a lot of animes you'll notice that like it's because I, I don't like i haven't really watched a lot of anime who have noticed this in other animes but it, it does seem like the, the, the big man, the big high contrast man, who's like, I'm student president person, and I made all the rules in the school, and I have this like red armband, so I'm a very important person, and you have to do what I say, because I'm a student elected official, and it's like, very weird to me. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, Joey, Jonoichi, um, he, he tells Tristan, or he tells Honda, right, <laughs> <laughs> that he took part of um, Yugi's puzzle, because, you know, he's going to make a manly without it. And chucks it in the river. Oh, yeah. He just, like, yeets um, it out the window. And is like, fuck <laughs> that gamer. This like, he's never going to be a real man. Um, so, you know, and then Yugi hasn't noticed yet. Um, I do have in my notes the Egyptian box belongs to Dio. Because it is my headcanon that this takes place alongside Stardust Crusaders. Uh, no confirmation if that's true or not. But in my heart it is. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 find out later. Um, and then I've got that the, it cuts back to like the classroom, and Yugi is like showing Anzu his like special box and the special puzzle, and he's like telling her kind of like this story about this is like this ancient treasure, and I cannot fucking believe he's allowed to take a five thousand year old artifact to school. Yeah, well, the the the, the thing is, I mean, 
<clears throat> I guess even just cutting to the next scene, you know, he's back at his game store um, with with Anzu and his and his grandfather. Um, oh, his why grandfather some shit to say about not... his grandfather? Oh my god, his little looking grandfather. Um, his grandfather is not happy that he took the box. He's like, "This is a treasure. You know, you need to keep it safe." So maybe he's not allowed to have that box at school. Maybe he took it without his grandfather's permission. He's a very rebellious yeah, a... young boy. Maybe he is. He is that real man who disobeys rules and I, I don't know whatever to, that we associate it with like weird masculinity shot. but I just wanted to mention that Yugi's grandfather in this is really creepy he's really he's, creepy yeah like you know the first thing he says cause like I, I think Anzu mentions that she hadn't been over to play in like years or something yeah. like that and he says something like oh you've grown and then makes a comment about like her bus size it's like like uh, it's it's yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting, is what it is. He, sa- he says, "Anzu, I see your chest finally reached eighty centimeters, um, which which I looked up and is thirty one inches, which is a double A cup, which is like the smallest size of titty that is possible to have." So basically, what he's saying because is, "I see it's you because have she's fun. only fifteen. <sighs> and and then like there's a thing like later on when um, Yugi is like in his bedroom like stress gaming like he's putting the puzzle together and grandfather's just like watching him through the keyhole like ah uh, uh, my yeah, grandson he's he's a weird dude i mean i don't know if anything happens to him in this show i know in the four kids dub he gets trapped in like a v- vhs tape or something but also in the and four kids dub he's really sweet and nice and like the best yeah but... and that's that's a very good change from this horrifying gremlin yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he gets better, but just, like, as a start. And, yeah, there was also yeah. a bit that I noticed whenever he's, like, telling them the story about how, like, oh, this, like, Millennium Puzzle that everyone died finding and curse, 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 blah, blah, blah. And he, like, at so at one point he says, like, oh, it's the Yummy No Game, and it's, like, bass-boosted, and it's really creepy. And Yummy I... No Game. Yummy No Game. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And, and and for those of us who who don't speak Japanese, yami no game. Uh, that just means like shadow game. Yeah, I think there was is, like a translator's note at the opening scene where they were right. Was like, Tram- translator's note: keikaku means plan. <laughs> yeah, they were like yami means shadow. Um, um which is pretty good to know because everything is like yami yugi and yami bakura. And there's a yami game, and it's like yeah, it's good yeah, to know these things. Yeah, 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 yami is shadow. That's like the most important word for the entire series. Um. So yeah, Yugi Yugi stress gaming. He puts his puzzle together, and he has a missing piece. Um, God, Yugi is and... really relatable for like just instead of dealing with his problems, just like stress games. Um, like I yeah. feel that I feel that. So he runs to the school because he's like, "Oh, I must have lost it at school." Um, and then we see Honda and Jonochi have been getting their shit beaten out by Ushio, the the scary tall hall monitor. Um, in my notes, it and says... And we find out that... Oh, in, yeah, my notes sorry, it's, in my notes, it says, Hitler Youth kidnapped Joey and Honda. Yeah. Because, and it's, there's like a weird scene slightly earlier on where they're all like lined up in the school courtyard in like perfectly straight rows and they're, they all have like red armbands and they're like learning to fight and it's, it's like... It's, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's like... At at first, you know, Ushio tries to come up as like this nice guy who's like, "Oh, we're gonna protect the weak." But 
as we learn later on, you know, he just wants to beat people up and then extort money from people who have been bullied in exchange for beating up their bullies. So he's not a very good guy. And to be fair, he's always, he's a very sinister looking dude. He has like this like really cool, like dark green hair and, you know, is either five feet tall or 10 feet tall. There's really no way to tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, the kind of ultimate message of this episode is that, like, the government is, is bad, and they're just, like, the biggest billies in the playground, and they say that they're going to protect you, but really, they're, like, ransoming you for your own safety. Um, you know how it is. Um, yeah, of course. We've all been through it. Yeah, of course. Of course. We all went uh, to high school. Um, so, and then... <clears throat> yeah, so Hitler used kidnapped Joey and Honda. Yeah, so, and they're, like, you know, beaten up by the side of the school, um... And, you, you know, Ushio's like, oh, we beat up these bullies for you. And Yugi's like, they're my friends. And but both Honda and Jonochi are really surprised by this fact. But I, for some reason, I, it, I got the vibe that they kind of already were friends. Like, they would, like, pick on him, but they wouldn't, like, necessarily bully him. And they've been, like, hanging out before, right? So, you know, it says, like, they're... It's they're surprised that Yugi calls him his friends, but to me, I'm like, yeah, they kind of are his friends. Like, this shouldn't really be that surprising to you guys. No, I I get that because like not to get too deep, but I I was not a very like I did not have like a core group of friends in school um, when I was like thirteen, fourteen. So I just like right. hung out with whoever would talk to me, irrespective of whether they liked me or not, and called yeah. them my friends. So I like that's true. I. I've, Hashtag relatable. Um, but Bless it's it's. I just boy. I love the moment where they're on the ground, like all beaten up, and then Yugi just stands in front of them and is like, "No, they're my friends." And Joey just like, or Jonoichi just gives him like this side eye, like, "What the fuck are you saying? I'm not your friend." Yeah. <laughs> but so so um, I think um, does does Yugi get beaten up by Ushio at this point, and and Honda and Jonoichi kind of escape. Um. So some, something like that happens. Yeah, you you um, get like the shit beaten out of him. Um, and oh yeah, this is something I noticed in the manga. In every single like issue or chapter of the manga, Yugi seems to mm-hmm. like be get beaten up, and then like Yami comes out and fucks shit up. But it hap- he just gets beaten up a lot in the manga. It's less so in yeah. this, but it's like it's a kind of thing, the oh, kind of boy. thing that wouldn't happen in the four kids version. So but, so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Jonoichi and Ushio, or Jonoichi and Honda are walking around, and Jonoichi remembers Yugi's like, oh, they're my friends. And he feels bad about yeeting his Millennium Puzzle piece into the river. So he dives in and gets it. Um, I have a note, his wet hair is very good looking. It's like. I didn't notice I don't, that. No. This dude's skull is shaped something weird because there's no way his hair can just like completely like stick out at like a 30 degree angle from his forehead. He just has weird bone protrusions coming out of his head to make it look like that. I mean, I, I think one of the most synonymous things with Yukio is very good hair, so it shouldn't be that surprising. And I'm sure we'll see crazier hair. And even the next episode, we see a pretty pretty good head of hair. Oh, yeah. There's like, so, there's like a guy with Kira hair or Kira 2.0 hair. Basically, there's a, there's a lot of Kira in the next episode, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so they run back with the Millennium Puzzle piece. They find Yu-Gi-Oh getting beaten up by Ushio. Um, and then they... Be- so it's the exact same thing over again. Instead of y- y- Yugi seeing uh, Jonochi and Honda getting beaten up and they and Yugi steps in, uh, Jonochi and Honda see Yugi getting beaten up and they step in. So now, like, all three of them are getting, like, their shit rocked by Ushio. Um, it's like... 
it's like such a. I think it's such like a sweet little moment when Jonoichi like gives Yugi back his like. Oh, he like he like piece. puts it in his hand and like closes his fist around it, and, and it's, it's like, like oh, I was just like, you are friends. Uh, you I are also, friends. Uh, friendship is so they're all friendship. like lying on the ground, like seemingly dying or something. Like these guys are in, in rough shape, and then and then Yugi notices the piece in his hand. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that there's like a montage of Jonuichi and Honda getting the shit being out of him one of them while like there's a voiceover from Yugi who's like oh but they're my friends and oh my god how can I save my friends and it's like my my heart like kind of broke and I was like I'm so emotional right now and it's a a very emotionally testing first episode huh oh and also there's like sad piano music during the punch montage and oh my god it it, it's a lot to take in it's very sad so so they're all lying there they're all getting beaten up right and then Yugi notices that Jonoshi put the last piece in his in his hand. And then something pretty cool happens. Yes. I, do, I love this. So so he, you know, he he puts the thing, he puts the thing in the puzzle. This like beam of light shoots out. Um this he, really He has a magical girl transformation playing. scene. It is that's exactly what it is. It's a it's a magical girl transformation scene. Like so good. You, you see like this huge shadow get cast of, of Yami and like I, I very much like how Yugi like falls into the shadow of Yami, kind of like the um the sunken place. Yeah, yeah, like just the kind of the moment whenever the shadow like his shadow changes and like gets all wild and like the hair like flickers. I'm like, and like the the eye like the millennial eye opens up on the shadow's forehead. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so so good all of a sudden, Ushio and Yami are like transported to like this 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 like cupola looking rooftop thing um and my, my notes here in all caps yami's voice owns it is yeah. so I mean, good i, I want to mention like the, the the theme music like if you just i think if oh, you just yeah, yeah. search on youtube yami yugi season zero theme like you'll come up and it's just like it's such a bop like i i think is it okay if, if we use it as our like intro music for this podcast mm-hmm. does that sound yeah it's it, the whole OST of this anime is really, really good. Like, there's some parts that remind me of Paper Mario uh, for, for for our gamer listeners. You'll know what I mean by that. I don't know um, what that is. But it's just, it's just really good. Yeah. And I've got in my notes, like, wait, how the fuck did they get on the roof? But, like, in a good way. That's the power of the Yamino game. It it's, like, it's, it's, like, kind of just, like kind of like david lynch like tripping you up like oh what's going on i'm really disoriented and it's like this it, it's ugh. And yeah, his it's, voice is so, so good oh it's it's oh um so <clears throat> ushio and yami are they're both tied up to this rope that's like draped over like the top of the this tower that they're on um and and Yami's like, let's play a game, you know, saw voice. And yeah, and whenever whenever Yami says like, yeah, I'm in the game, it's that's like the the contrast oh. with whenever like grandfather says it earlier, like in his he's like, Yami yeah, no game. Like bass boosted. And then now when like Yami Yugi is like, Yami yeah, no game, I'm like, oh my god, like nut. It's like it, it's like um cellar door you know it's one of those sentences that's like the most pleasing thing you could hear with like the most pleasing voice you could say it in yeah yeah 
And like I'm pretty sure like like Yugi's voiced by like uh, a woman and like just her yeah. voice oh, no, no. is yeah. like it's I in you, if you just hear it you're like oh Yami's voiced by a woman and so is Yugi. And it's kind of like weird at first to think about but then you hear it and it's like oh this is actually like absolutely perfect casting. Like she's I'm, I'm in love. <laughs> so good. Um, I also do want to mention that is... um Yami Yugi has like Guy Fieri style flame decals in his eyes. Yeah, it, that was weird because that that didn't come up in the second episode. Yeah, like it, I think it, that's it, the like, only time it happens. Ya- yeah, Yami's eyes have this like weird like blue to red like gradient like flame gradient almost. Um, so sick. It's really scary looking. He's yeah, so it's creepy. Like colored contacts or something. Like I'm genuinely so, scared of like episode one Yami. Yeah, I I, I believe it. <laughs> It's, so they're on the roof. Yami's like, we're gonna play. Yeah, Yami's like, we're gonna play the shadow game. And Ushio is just like, okay, <laughs> like it's normal to him, you know. He doesn't mind that he's like dangling from a rooftop that like he could die. Like he's just like, all right, we'll play a game. I don't care. Very receptive to it. Yeah, I I find that all the people in the anime, whenever Yami's like, we're gonna play a game, a Yami no game, they're like. Yeah, okay, that sounds cool. Sure. I'll agree to this. And, like, they all just, like, get into it. And I'm like, I'm really kind yeah. of happy that, like, all these kind of very bad people are just kind of up for gaming at just whatever. I mean, part of, part of me, I don't know if this is true or not, I might as well be, but, like, I like to think that, you know, that's some power that Yami has. Like, you know, the yeah. king of games, like, make people want to play a game with you. Like, you can, it's kind of just, like, like, Jedi mind trick, like, power of suggestion or whatever. I mean, I would. Extremely. I would. Like, yeah. j- just fuck me up. Just fuck me up, son. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so he pulls out this deck of cards and, like, slides down the roof and, like, like lays them all out in a row. And it's really sick looking. It's, like, it's, like such a normal yeah. thing to do, but, like, Yami finds, like, the most extra way to do it in. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like whenever you have, like, an expert dealer or a magician, they just, like, slide all these cards out in, like, a perfect row. And you're like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, right. And, and the the game's rules are, are, are something like, um, you know, you, you flip a card and you go up that many steps and the other person goes down by that many steps. And then, like, yeah. you get to the top, you win. You're on the bottom, you lose. So, and, and the game lasts for, like, a minute. And it's just, like, Yami destroying Ushio. Yeah. And at the end, Ushio, Ushio, like, flips a joker. Like, he's at the very bottom and he flips a joker. And then Yami's like, oh, I guess you gotta skip a turn. <laughs> And then yeah, he's, and he's I, like, you've rigged this game from the start. And Yami's like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I've, I've written down the line, like, it's just like such a classic Yu-Gi-Oh line whenever Yami's like, I've got a jack. And Ushio's like, Nani? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys are trying cards, but I'm so, like, invested in this. It's so good. Yeah, like, like for all intents and purposes, it's a game of war. There's, like, no skill involved. It's just, like whatever card you draw it's like yeah. and that's literally it but it's still do, like so entertaining yeah i do really like to think that yami's like actual power is just being really lucky like yeah no i i, I that yeah king of games right you can win all the games yeah yeah so um, so yami wins the game yeah and there's like there's like another there's a montage of them just drawing cards and it's i love mon- good montage good montage yeah and, and it's just so funny because it's like the most boring thing, right? It's like they're just drawing cards, but like in the context of the show, it's like a very entertaining and like I I wouldn't say tense because like you know that Yami's just gonna like 
yeah. wipe the floor with Ushio, yeah. but like it's still just very, very good to see. It's cool. So yeah, uh, Yami wins, Ushio falls, and he's like, oh, I'm just falling into water, like it won't be so bad. And then these like terrifying like snake worm things jump out and like, no, but, like no, but open th- his mouth a, and he like... There's a moment before when he's like, um, I think Yami draws like the final thing, which is like an ace, so he goes up one step and wins, and then Ushio's yeah. like, No, this is wrong and like he just like climbs up and then Yami's like, Oh, oh right, so yeah, you're yeah. cheating? So you're gonna cheat my game and then he says, quote, The door of darkness has been opened and Oh, oh God, it's so sick. And 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 that's a common thread too, you know. People play these games with Yami, they lose the games, they get frustrated they lose the game. They try and cheat, and Yami's like, you're breaking the rules, and then something horrible happens to them. Yeah, and then his, like, third eye opens, and he, like, makes them hallucinate stuff. It's... Yeah. So, so and then, and then like, you know, Ushio falls into the river. Um, these, like, giant, like, snake worm things, like, look like they eat, almost get to eat him. Uh, and it cuts to real life, where he's, like, in the fetal position on the ground of the schoolyard, like, crying, and he's like, I'm scared, I'm scared. Yeah, so, it's like... Yami just, like, breaks his mind, so he, like... Oh, yeah. Um, Yami just, like, psychologically destroys this dude. And I, I actually... Can I can I tell you? Can I tell you that this is actually mm. not the game they played in the manga? I'm gonna I'm gonna get, like... Really? Oh, so, like, in the manga, right? So, in the manga, right, the game that they play... I cannot keep this up. The, the game they play in the manga involves, basically, because um, Yushio is really obsessed with mm-hmm. money and, like, tries to extort money from, from Yugi... So what they do is they each put like a slab, like a stack of bills on the back of their mm-hmm. hand and they each have a knife Ugh. and the game is that you have to stab the bills on the back of your hand and the bills that the knife picks up you can keep but like if you stab too hard you'll go through the bills and you'll stab through your uh-huh. hand. So it's like a test of like how greedy are you versus like right. how much you don't want to stab your own hand. Um, oh gee, so... And I think in that game again, like Ushio cheats and like puts something between the bills on his hand, and then Yami's like, "Oh, so you're cheating!" and then like breaks his mind. Right. Um, <clears throat> so it's even more violent in the oh, manga. God, it's I great. It's great. Read it. So so yeah, Yugi yeah, Yami wins the game. Um, things are back to normal now, um, and he's like, you know, my my Millennium Puzzle wish was that I could have friends, and like that that that's kind of it. He has friends now. That's the episode. He's so sweet. He's, He's such so a sweet. good boy. I love how he, um, I love how when he meets up with Joey and or Jonoichi and Jonoichi's like, oh, so I've I've brought you a present, but the present invisible is the present is or no, the gift is invisible and you can't see it because it's the gift of friendship. It's and so then his cheesy. internal monologue is like, why the fuck? Am yeah, I right. <laughs> and and I don't I don't know if you. I don't know if you noticed it, but while he's doing this, like, little, when he's doing this cheesy talk, Yugi is staring at him with, like, the most, like, goofy smile, and his eyes are, like, absolutely looking in different directions. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, oh, he, he, he's just, like, staring at him like, ah, a friend. It's really oh, good. Oh, he's so, so sweet. I would, uh, I would die for him <coughs> or let him kill me. Yeah. Either way. So, so that's the episode. Yeah. So. On to episode two, episode. Uh, Devil Gamer Trap from Hell, which is a pretty good episode name. It's we are all an devil extra gamers title. in this house. It's household. a lot. It is a lot. Um, which so it starts Max. out with Max. Hmm? Yes, Sarah. I've just realized we didn't never did nicknames at the start of the episode. So shall we do them now? Oh my god! 
We'll do them now. Okay, um, you go again. Uh, hi, I'm Sarah, aka Oh Yanni No Game. Oh my god! And I'm Max, aka Devil Gamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, S- since since we're technically in the um. I guess you could call it the Pigot family of products. Yeah, um, we mean, have to pay. We have to pay tribute. <laughs> pay tribute to our overlords. <laughs> pay, pay, pay protection levies to the the yeah. presidents. Eddie and Brooks are the Ushio to our Yugi. <laughs> yeah, and we will destroy them in a shadow game at Pigot Meetup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, someone's going to die. Do you so have Yugi cards you can out. bring? I'm not going to be there. Oh Why God. am I asking? Um, yeah, episode two. Marish. So yeah, so it starts out with anime Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, um, it's like the the opening to um, uh, Diamond is Unbreakable, where someone gets out of prison. Kind of, yeah. Wait, actually, no, no, no. Before that, there's a scene where Yugi is like having breakfast with his granddad, and his granddad is like, oh, right. "Oh, so you solved the puzzle?" And then he's like, "Are you feeling okay?" Yeah, he's like, he's like, Yugi seems to be like a little more confident, a little more strong. I think he says like, oh, do you feel at all smarter or stronger? And Yugi's like, no. Um, And he like puts his hand up to his forehead like, "Um, are you okay? Because this puzzle is extremely cursed and I'm worried about you. Yeah. Um, and, and and Yugi's fine. The, the puzzle's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah. And in my in my notes, I did write protect Yugi at all costs, which is a common theme that we've kind of explored in this this episode of our podcast. I mean, I feel like if Yami's role is to protect Yugi at all costs, then we are all Yami. We are we are all Yami on this blessed day. On this blessed day of Yugi's birthday. So um, so um the the burglar driving away from prison, he's escaped. Um. His nickname is Tetsu the Hedgehog, which is my Sonic OC. Do not steal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and like that's kind of so like throughout the episode, you you see this guy like trying to do robberies and stuff, and like keep on like failing at them, and like the stuff's already stolen or whatever. So it's yeah. like in the background of this, this, there's this like bumbling burglar guy who escaped from prison. And like again, every time it cuts to the burglar guy doing a burgle, it's all in this like really high contrast '90s animation, like the JoJo OVA. And yeah, I'm kind of like I don't really care about it, this guy, really but cool I like to see. To look at it. Yeah, it's cool to see. Yeah, no, it, it, it's they they definitely like did some pretty interesting things like animation wise that make it kind of like you know stand out a bunch of like regular like other animes, you know, regular other shadow card game animes that <laughs> yeah. there are so many of them in the '90s. All those. Yeah, it's like you know they're evil because they just have the contrast dialed all the way up, like in real life. Yeah, know? right. So yeah, they're at school. You know, cut to school. They're talking about Burger World, and there's a quote. I think John Oshie says it. I heard their burgers are famous for how delicious they are. What else is a burger famous for? I that just maybe that's just like you know deep fried fan subs, but that was just like yeah, that's that's what burgers are famous for. I don't think they're do anything else. They're burgers. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care to eat the burgers, to be honest. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sorry I, if I've offended I'm your big, culture much. I'm a big burger fan, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then they're talking about, oh, let's go here after school, and Honda is like stopping at home yeah, on the way. Stopping on the way home was against school rules. That like, why would the what? school have a rule about that? That's wild. 
it's I, I I maybe it's a Japanese thing, Japanese? or maybe it's just like a weird thing in this specific anime. But like, th- there's a lot of school rules. Yeah, like um, later on, and... they're like, oh, it's like against the school rules to have a job. And I'm like, is yeah, this... you can't. It's against school rules to have a part time job. And I feel like these are all rules that like parents make. And again, maybe it's a di- cultural difference. You know, like in America, you know, it's kind of not a secret that our schools aren't really doing so good lately. Um, nothing's really doing so good lately, but. You know, you leave school. The school couldn't care less about you. Like, you can have a job. You can stop at places on the way home. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very strange to me. But that's culture um, shock. But yeah, so uh, Anzu is like, oh, don't go to Burger World. Their burgers suck. And you'll. I, and she's just like, nope, bad idea. Can't go to Burger World. Yep. Um, And then she just, like, sneaks off, I think. Yep. She's just like, bye. And, and they, I think Jonoshi suggests. Yeah, Jonoshi suggests that um she's like dating for pay which is like you know she's 15 i gotta say i'm not a fan of the, I, the pretty uh, elements of this show so far the, this this whole and there's again kind of uh, yeah and oh yeah and there's like a translator's note it's like translator's yeah, it, note dating for pay uh, means teenage prostitution and i'm like mm, don't like it it's like, is this a thing? Like, I feel like I've seen this somewhere in like another anime or anime film somewhere where they're like, oh, this is a thing that some teenage girls do is date older men for money. And I'm like, yeah, hmm? in, um, <laughs> well, in Persona 5, that game, there's like a little part with one of your, one of your, uh, classmates that kind of explores that. But so it's definitely a thing. Um, don't like that it's a thing. Uh, I could do without it. In my anime, I but it's definitely a thing. Unfortunately, hate how like Jonoichi doesn't isn't like like they kind of judge her for it, but they're they're still like, oh, this is a thing that happens, and it's fine that like yeah. Um, we can't go to Burger World, but we can date for pay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So <clears throat> Miho follows it, it, her to Burger. It goes World. back and forth, right? There. Yeah. Anzu leaves for yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My my audio got really weird for a second there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you've been like cutting out for me half the time, but I'm like yeah, understanding. Yeah. No, I, we're, we're recording on our own end, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Like I'll I can get you in the edit. I'll be like, oh, that's what he yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finally um, know. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, it cuts back and forth. Yeah, they go back and forth. Um. So like Anzu leaves one day. Um. And the next day, Anzu and Miho go together. Yeah. Uh, and then the third day, Anzu, Miho, and Honda all go together. And, and like, Jonochi's like, maybe he's dating for pay too. Maybe maybe he's dating an older woman. And it's like, we got to we got to we got to stop this, guys. Yeah, and like in between these like kind of montage esque shots of like one further person like leaving and dating for pay in air quotes. Um, there's like shots yeah, of this it's... burglar burgling and fucking up, and he very much has like Yoshikage Kira 2.0 hair. Um, he does, he does. I mean, yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's like blue and yellow and all spiky and stuff. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. It's like almost it's almost Yuki hair. It's yeah, it's getting there. Not quite though. I mean, we could never get there. N- nothing. I don't think anything could come as as close as Yuki's hair in terms of like sheer quality. God, I don't know if it happens in the 1998 anime, but there's like bits in the um, Jewel Monsters where people are like, "Oh, that spiky-haired kid over there! Oh, come on, Porcupine Head!" I'm like, "It's I'd like to." Porcupine yeah. Head, please be me. Please be nice to my son. 
but also not roast his hair. Head. So, you know, Yugi and Jonochi go to Burger World and find out that Anzu, Miho, and Honda are all working there. And they're very embarrassed to have a job. Because it's like, illegal. Because it's illegal. And whatever. And, like, their manager who... And immediately when I saw this manager, I'm like, this guy's important. You don't have, like, a bright pink, like, ponytail with, like, really striking eyebrows and not be, like, an important character. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out he is. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a line whenever... You think Yugi and Jonoichi like sit down and get some burgers and Anzu comes over and like threatens them with like ketchup. Like she squirts the ketchup on the yeah, burgers. She, she... And it, it says something like, if you blab about this, I'll kill you. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah. But like Yugi and Jonoichi are like chill with it. But there is a line where Yugi's like, oh, but like Anzu's like so cute in her burger costume. Yeah. Like, That's weird. I, I wrote, he shouldn't think of a cute girls. He's too innocent for that. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. okay, no, when we're, wait, no, because you haven't seen this version of it. I'm not good. Never mind. I take, don't, I never said anything. Okay. Don't worry. Shh. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so, um, Honda from the future shows up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, shit, like, yeah. this, this police guy has the exact same hair as Honda does. It's just grayer and his face is like a lot more lines on it, but he looks exactly like Honda in like, you know, 50 years. I could kind of see Honda becoming a cop. <laughs> don't be don't be so mean to him. <laughs> um, my so he's like, Honda. oh, there's a, Oh my god. Class um, But yeah, the so, police inspector comes in and is like, hey guys, there's an escape convict here and we know that he got hit in the leg from his last robbery. So... Anzu has a brilliant plan. Look for legs. So, yeah, Anzu brain geniuses a plan to, like, put out all these, like, wind-up cars that, like, all drive to the re- like drive throughout the restaurant, and each one goes under a table, which is like, okay, yeah. Is that your is that your Yami game power, Anzu? Yeah, power just over wind-up cars. cars. And, like, it's a cool plan. It's, like, a really yeah, fun, so, cute plan. No, it's, 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 I liked it. It's clever. Um, so they all, yeah, they're all, like, under the table looking at people's legs, um, there's this dude who has his like legs up on the chair who looks like Vegeta but round. Oh yeah, and whenever they're doing that, Yugi's in the background and he's like, "These guys are so brave." Yeah, braver than any US. Marine. I mean, look, I would be a little freaked out to have to lift up people's like pant legs to try and look at their ankles. That would require a fair amount of bravery like, for that's me. Ballsy move, like, like Anzu, braver than any US Marine. And then, like, immediately once they do that, the police inspector just walks into the restaurant and he, like, holds up his badge and is like, right, guys, we're going to need you all to show your legs. And I'm like, but Anzu's plan, like, she had a Oh, he also has an egg allergy. Oh, yeah. There's the egg allergy. And Anzu, once again, Anzu, kind of the star of the show in this episode. Yeah. Um, She's like, oh, well, it's okay because all of our buns have lots of eggs in it. And this, like, this, this, this one dude looks like a character out of Jet Set Radio. He says... He's a hospital. He says, I'm weak against eggs. Which is... I'm weak against eggs. You know, like the Pokemon type. <laughs> Egg beats criminal. That's how I always remember it. Sure. Um, and then Anzu's like, I lied. There's no eggs in the bun. Ugh. Like, she's pretty on it in this episode. Anzu's, yeah, I like Anzu. And I like, I think, yeah. I'm kind of worried because like, my memories of Anzu from like the Jewel Monsters anime is just like, she just like is very soft and like cries because she's a girl and stuff. But yeah. like, hell yeah, yeah, um, it's good. So 
he so in in his like rush to escape, um, he knocks over like the the manager of the restaurant, like the pink ponytail, yeah. and tears off his shirt, and he has a huge spider tattoo on the back. Yeah, of his and shirt. I think at the beginning of the episode, they did say that the name of the oh, the criminal right. was like something the, the, the yellow, yellow spider, spider was it something yeah. I can't remember, but then everyone's like, oh, he's a criminal, um, blah blah. Yeah, so he, he he's a criminal. Um, yeah, the manager's the culprit and, because corporations are evil. Um, mm-hmm, of course. Kaiba, presented by Kaibakor. Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, engages in class warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he just pulls a gun out. He, he absolutely just pulls a gun out and like holds it to Anzu's head. Yeah, he immediately kidnaps Anzu. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like, I've been doing the real crimes all along. Like, you know, now you got to bring me what I want. So... He has Yugi bring him, um, like, you know, alcohol and cigarettes or something like that. My, my favorite thing and is that when he's like, hey, you gutless looking kid, bring me alcohol and cigarettes. And Anzu beside him <laughs> is like, gutless looking kid? That must be Yugi. <laughs> that must be Yugi. <laughs> like, Anzu. Be nice to him, please. Don't have it, Anzu. Don't say it, at least. Just making assumptions here. Um, yeah, you, so, yeah. Um, so I, I know Yugi's bravery... I don't really know how is there like a, a way how he activates the puzzle as far as I can remember um Yugi's just like really stressed and is like oh no Anzu Anzu are you okay I must protect Anzu and then um Yami like comes out and is like I must protect my precious Anzu and just yeah my my precious Anzu it's like uh and no oh. but regardless you know the same thing that happened in last episode. You want to play a game? Sure, I'll play a game. That sounds like fun. Oh yeah, and Anzu also says like while she like important to note that Anzu is blindfolded, oh, and right, she's right. like, "Oh my god, who is that? That voice sounds really confident. It can't possibly be Yugi." Is what she says. She's very mean to Yugi in this episode, huh? Like I, I thought you were his friend. Uh, first of all, Anzu. Um. So, but regardless, they play their game, and the rules of this game. Are you can pick one finger to move. You, yeah, you pick one finger, um, and and you can only move that finger, and you can't move any other fingers. Yeah, these are you know I have to say these are some pretty vague rules, as rules go. It's it's like they're <clears throat> like half the it it's it's weird, right? It's like very specific in that oh you can pick one finger and you can only move that finger, but the other it's just like and that's literally the only rule though so it's like one specific rule and then it's like complete like interpretation of everything else i guess yeah i guess so it's like yami's like once the game starts that's it only one finger you can move like yeah, right cool um so you know the uh the yellow spider guy he's like oh i'll pick my index finger because i can shoot a gun with it yeah and, and yami picks his thumb okay. and he doesn't say why so he can give thumbs up of course thumbs up because he's he a wholesome guy and not some kind of eldritch trickster demon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think before the game starts, the yellow spider slash boss um, like pours himself like vodka in a glass. Yeah, and he spe- he like he spends a lot of time pouring this. Like even even I... before like shit goes down, he's just like pouring yeah, for like, five I... minutes. I don't get it because it's like so yeah you know so and Yami has a lighter now. Yeah, and. Light, lights the lighter. Yeah, like the boss and... guy is just like, oh well, I was just gonna shoot you, but now you mention it, I would really love a cigarette. Like, light me up. Yeah, and so so Yami lights him up, and he like makes him notice, like, 
And 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 again, this dude's an idiot and keeps on pouring his vodka. It's like this 180 proof vodka, 90 percent alcohol. Yeah, like I think what Yami does is like lights his cigarette up and then just immediately drops the lighter on the yeah. back of his hand, which is holding the vodka. Um, yeah, and, and 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 it's like pouring over the cup. It's pouring over. It's like all over his clothes and pants, and it's kind of weird. But I am kind so of so he has like an. Yeah, an open flame next to this dude is covered in, like, very flammable alcohol. Yeah, I'm very curious as to how Yami, like, knows that this is, like, 80% alcohol, purest Russian exquisite vodka. Like, It's k- king of games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the magic king of, of games. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the magic of the pharaoh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. <laughs> and so the guy, what does the guy do? He just kind of, like freaks out and like tries to throw the yeah he cheats the, the lighter off his hand in some way i can't remember exactly how he cheats but i've just written down he cheat in big capital letters in my notes so i'm assuming he does he cheat. that um and then and yeah y- yami's like oh you cheated and I-, I think like he drops a cigarette out of his mouth which lands on him and and hey uh hey sarah what happens next um he doesn't actually burn to death Oh, he does get burned to death, isn't no, it? No, no. That's he, kind of what happens, isn't it? Like, he doesn't. I thought he did. I actually genuinely he thought, thought he did, did burn to death. Um, because I'm Regardless, pretty sure the guy he, very much believes that he is burning to, to death. Yeah, I'm and, pretty sure that in I'm pretty sure that in the manga, he um, actually burns to death for real. But in oh this, he God, just, Yugi, like... you gotta stop this. Yeah, he just, like, it's hallucinates that he's burning to death, and he doesn't like that. And... It, it, it's psychological damage. So the guy's freaking out. Yeah. And I don't. It just kind of like the ends there. Like I don't think it gets like super like explicitly resolved. You know, you assume like the cop just takes him away and arrests them both. And yeah. Like, and like the end of the episode is that Anzu like quits working at Burger World because she's like, um, yeah, it's just this is this is too hairy for me. And then we get yeah. a scene of uh, Honda and Miho like end up working at some local like noodle bar. Um, yeah. Again, how sad it is to have a job. Yeah, and like, um, what's weird about this to me, uh, and the reason I've written down Miho is a slave to consumerism, is that like Anzu was working at Burger World because like she wants to go to New York and study dance, which I love, um, right. and is really like sweet. So she's like, I need a part time job to make money to go to New York and study dance, and then Miho is just like, Yeah, I want money for like clothes and bags. I mean, and same. then Honda is just like, I'll go wherever Miho goes, and I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, um, it's fine. So, and and then like Anzu, it, it's kind of implied that like Yami and Anzu are like a thing because his precious Anzu and Anzu's like, oh, like that voice gets me all tingly. Yeah, yeah. The kind of like cliffhanger is like, oh, who was that voice that saved me? Mm. And I'm like, I would agree, Anzu. Like the voice is very hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 me. And that's podcast. That's, podcast. that's Yugi. That's so, Yugi. Um, I mean, we don't we don't really have like you know questions or anything, but that's it. Yeah, this is first episode. So where do we go from here? Um, I believe next episode is everyone's favorite green-haired boy Kaiba. That's what's to look forward. Oh, is that to. next episode? Oh, cool! I actually haven't looked it up. Um, yeah, I, I just watched like the episode preview at the end of it. Oh, I skipped that because I didn't want to listen to the theme song at the end. <laughs> um, but yeah, next time we will have 
other people on. Um, yes, we should have. There will, there will be. We should have two more people, I think. Yeah, at least. But they will be able to introduce themselves. Yeah, um, we will not. We will not um, impinge on that privilege. But yeah, there's about kind of seven-ish people who are interested in being on at some stage or other. So hopefully, you'll get to know and love all of us. Yeah, or hate um, us, whichever. Or hate us. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you either way. Um, but um, that's how it do is. Do we have internet presences that we want to shout we out? We do. Um, so I'm on Twitter and Tumblr at Maxi Bajillion. And that's it. I, I have podcast. It's this podcast. That's it. <laughs> do you not have another podcast? No. That, this is, or am this I just thinking of the time you were on Yada Yada Boys? I was on Yada Yada Boys once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess shout out to Yada Yada Boys, who's our, our internet father's. They're, yeah, our father podcast, um, of which, yeah, everyone on this podcast, yeah. like, came out of the Peacock Discord. So this is their fault. Um, this is all Brooks and Eddie's <laughs> fault. Um, but, yeah, I am Sarah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah Mick Costumes. That's MC Costumes, um, because I do costume stuff. Um, and, like, I also have an- another podcast called Unpick, which is where I talk to people about clothes and why they wear what they wear. And it's it's less of a comedy podcast and more of an interesting interview podcast. But if you care about clothes, um, then, I don't know, give it a listen. Maybe it's interesting to you. Maybe if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm, I don't know. Who am I yeah. to judge? If you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, um, it means you just have good taste in things in general. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're highly interested in fashion and culture. Um, uh, what else? Oh yeah, if you want to find me on Tumblr, I am Cosmemer on Tumblr. Shit, did I set up a Tumblr for this podcast? We'll do it eventually. We'll get to it. Um, what do we call? We're called Pod of Greed. Hypercore presents Pod of Greed was the name of this. What you've been listening to. I'm gonna see to. if the URL Pod of Greed. Oh, okay, okay. The URL Pod of is free. I'm gonna bag the now so you can send us asks there. Right. So please visit us there. Um, yeah. Please, please. We have Twitters. We have Tumblers. Come find us. We're on internet. Yeah. And as we always say at the end of the podcast, what we're we gonna say? Oh yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! No. Oh yeah. No matter what.